Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Jab Podcast. This is episode 14. In this episode, we talk about marriage, fighting in delicate hands, touching yourself, and LeBron James. Who? LeBron James. Oh, yeah. Hope you guys enjoy it. Watch out for the jab. Woo! Watch out for the jab. She's very gorgeous to me. Have you guys seen that video? I love that video. I feel like every dude's been in the position where they have to defend the girl they're seeing to their friends. Because mm-hmm. everybody has different standards. Oh, yeah, different absolutely. Likes. Yeah. Dude, she's hot. Trust me. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Just leave it alone. Have you seen her pictures? Yeah. Well, the thing with like the the Tinder age now and stuff like that, there are always pictures. Yeah. You know, pictures, like there's dude. no excuse. You can make yeah. yourself look like a dime. I can't piece. say a lot of the times when my friends start talking about a girl they're talking to. I'm like, let me see her. Let me see her. There's been a few times you've done that to me, and I was like, well, like she looks different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the jab. This is people call me Jay. This is Young Al and your boy Breezy Rando. Yes, sir. We're in the house that was bad bunny. today. <laughs> I'm bad still bunny. feeling a little bit of a hangover from last episode. That's why I got a beer. <laughs> Damn, whole, whole week. Mm-hmm. It's been a crazy week. Yeah, it has been a crazy week. Did y'all see the stuff about the dude in Saudi Arabia? Got uh, chopped up in little pieces, man. No. Is that like an, an, an abnormal thing there? Uh, it's, I, it's probably not. If you're just maybe like a that's a, like a, a stereotype. You know, yeah. like maybe they don't. I don't. I've heard Saudi Arabia is changing for the better, which is good. Yeah. But I don't know. No, is there a famous news story about yeah. someone getting chopped up? Jamal Khashoggi, he's a um, reporter for the Washington Post, and he went over there to get his divorce papers. And his wife dropped him off. Like, outside of the building, he went inside, never came up. Was he an American man? Uh, I think he's Saudi Arabian to start, and then he, oh, okay. he left to America after he talked a bunch of shit about Saudi Arabia. I did look up that if you say divorce two or three times in Saudi Arabia or a certain culture, you automatically get a divorce. Wow. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. So you That's can be like, easy. divorce, divorce, and then it's a divorce. I'll and the wife has time. nothing yeah. to say. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. Do you need, like, a witness? Uh, even if you, you could no. go get a witness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just got to say divorce, like, How a certain amount of times. How many times do you have to text it? Like, is texting, mm. like, double or the same? What I was or can you say, like, the D word? I'm going to D you. Yeah, that's a threat. <laughs> We're going to get a D. <laughs> yeah. speaking do you of, want the D again? Speaking of D, <laughs> divorce is a pretty terrible thing. Like, I've only spoke to a few people that have gone through it. Mm. You know what the fucked up thing is? Is a lot of the people that are our age that are starting to get married, all I think of right away is, like, that's a divorce. Mm. Calling it seriously. Let's it's, go. We'll make a list and I'll call it six years from now. We'll talk about it. Like, and when you do, <laughs> when someone brings it up to you, they usually like apologize. Like, sorry, dude, I'm going through divorce. I'm like, dude, you should be pumped. Like, yeah. that's out of your life. You're and free. We're moving on. Yeah. It's basically like getting out of prison. But it's it's not like you just like sign a paper and it's all good. There's so yeah. much behind that. It's so expensive. It's it's funny because when you think about um like like what a marriage is, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the beginning it's like I love you so much. Mm-hmm. Like, give me all of your life. I want to share everything yeah. with you. Till and then we the divorce die. is like I fucking hate you. I wish <laughs> you were dead. It's day, like yeah. it's such day a big parallel night. between two emotions that people have. Kid Cudi. <laughs> and night. It's interesting because you know marriage is really just like I want to sign document to say that we have to be together forever. Yeah, yeah. and you know? we share everything. <laughs> everything. Yes, what's mine is yours. If you brother. ever try to leave me, I'm taking half of what you have because yeah. you owe me that. Have you ever seen? There's a or really, more. There's a really popular joke, and it was a guy saying like basically marriage is me betting you half my shit that we'll work that we'll together. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. My, my thing with like marriage is like that that freaks me out is like sharing financial stuff with other people with someone else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I'm very picky about my budget and like how yeah, I do absolutely. things. I couldn't imagine if someone else just had a card they could swipe for whatever, and, and I don't know. No, yeah. Joint bank accounts, yeah. You, yeah. you get declined. Yeesh. Your wife mm. like has a whole bunch of purses at home. Yeah, mm. dude, I'd be so upset. Hey, I mean, Jordan, <laughs> I've yeah. I've been in like a longer relationship where we start like splitting bills and stuff like that, and even that's stressful. Yeah, you know, you know, you actually did something really interesting. We were back in Wisconsin one time, mm-hmm. and uh, you and her were at a restaurant with us getting dinner, and you guys got your own bill. Yeah. I was like, Oh, it's the dream. Because yeah. at that point, I was dating a girl who she just had a different job than I did, so she didn't make as much money. So it was yeah. like I almost felt obligated to pay for everything. So mm-hmm. I do it all the time, and she never you know protested. Yeah. And then sometimes I was like, I just paid sixty dollars for that meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Fuck. Dude, Ooh. definitely. I came from a relationship where we split bills also, and it d- definitely put us in a shitter because mm-hmm. we yeah. both weren't the best with money, and then no. we just yeah. get mad at each other because we're just like, exactly. why the fuck right. did you do this? And I was like. 
I thought I was balling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's so like when I think like when you like first meet someone, it's like it's polite to like offer to pay the bill and stuff yeah. like that. But when you're with someone for a long time, you have to think about finances. And there have been times where like I could pay for my meal and stuff, but maybe she couldn't. And I was mm-hmm. like, maybe it's not the best time for us to do that right now. Yeah. You yeah. know, like that's okay. It's not like I'm like, well, you stay home. I'm gonna go out and have fun. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, I'm gonna go have some. Since uh, <laughs> you see the way my bank account's set up, <laughs> yeah, right? And yours isn't. Yeah. So it's just it's just something that you have to think about. Like we. It, we didn't have a legally like binding yeah. relationship and we didn't have a joint bank account but essentially we did share bills yeah. so you had to be mindful of that well in texas it's called common law marriage mm-hmm. if you live with if, someone yeah if you live for someone how long is it out like i want to say four years or four something? or five yeah yeah you're you're automatically it, you're yeah married it's fucked up under like a court statue uh, you'd be yeah. put as married i almost got married the girl that i was the last my last relationship she was uh she lived in South Carolina and mm-hmm. I was gonna have her move here and I was gonna ask her to marry me. It's crazy to think about. I almost fucking stepped in that bear trap. Like right right when she yeah. right when she landed. Like no, I, I was thinking about. it. I was like, well, she did this. Let me do this to prove yeah. my love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? definitely. And then yeah. I didn't. Someone talked me out of it. Like an adult was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Mm-hmm. And I, I remember showing this person the ring and I was like, "This is what I'm gonna get." Yeah, and wow, you were like, that serious. Yeah, yeah ring picked down everything. And she was like, "Hold on!" Like she like pulled her headphones out. She's like, "Just talk to me for a little bit." Wait, which, did she have her headphones on when you started talking? Yeah, she, she like, she yeah so I'm gonna get married. Like, here's the ring. She's like, "What?" <laughs> this boy tripping. But, ooh, man, that was a good. That was a bullet dodge. dodge. That one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think you'll ever get married? Um, I just don't see the fucking point. I, I don't know. Okay, I so, want like the fairy tale thing. I enjoy why? that. Yeah, I agree. It's cool. It's like, a, cool. like what do you mean fairy tale thing? Like the movies, like bro. a wizard to come and bop you on the butt and you're <laughs> your pumpkin now, or like, that'd what be tight too. But <laughs> like the I fairy mean, tale wedding, yeah, you know something like that. Like I would, it's interesting. To I hear would you like say to that. think. Not yeah. what I ever thought you'd ever say is like you wanted a fairy tale wedding. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. It'd be fucking dope. And you know and I feel like the man for me, and I'm, I'm trying to make this a thing. Like you said, like the wedding is so tight, and I think it would be cool to be able to have like a. a celebration of love where you invite all your friends and family but don't necessarily sign a legally binding contract yeah, you know what i'm saying cool. it's like because it's like okay like we want everyone to know that we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together like the thing is that doesn't matter to anybody at your wedding yeah nobody cares that you're signing documents they care that you are like there to celebrate love and Unless it's a, like oprah you know wedding something marriage should come in shorter terms like you had a three-year agreement to start out with and <laughs> like re- nfl no, deals yeah. and then <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to re we have to re meet exactly. every three years yeah. and hey, see if we still want to do it. We're coming up to our contract renewal and <laughs> that would be perfect. Yeah. So do you want to keep this yeah. going? So my grandmother on my mom's side, my grandma on my mom's side, uh, Damn, her, that's her her and my grand. So it wasn't my like biological grandfather. It's her, um, like I guess you call it step grandfather. I don't fucking know. But mm. they weren't they were together since I was a little kid, and they never were married. She called them mm. her boyfriend. So like in her sixties, <laughs> she'd be like my boyfriend. Were they happy? Yeah, they were very happy. Nice. They loved What's each up, other, right? Dude? They got married when I think it was she was around seventy, and he was a little older. I think he was they like just knew his time. Yeah, they like... went to Vegas and they got married, and then he died like a year later. And I think the best fucking part about that is like they she had to deal one... with his ass for longer. <laughs> <laughs> they had one super solid year of marriage. You know what I mean? Like because like mm. after they say like you know it was like a year of marriage, and then things start to show when you start to get you know those irritated, yeah. you want to choke yeah. each other. Um, but they had their whole life together, and they still loved each other. You know, what I, mean? I thought that that was really cool. So mm-hmm. like I feel like. I feel like that's not cool though. Like most women don't accept that. Like, oh, we'll get married when we're sixty-two. No. Well, a lot of thing. Well, a big thing I think for women is like the fairy tale wedding, where like the guy gets you the ring, and then you have this mm-hmm. big day. But they never think about the next like day after that. Yeah, like they mm-hmm. got all their expectations met from a, a little and it's girl all downhill from yeah. there. Well, maybe <laughs> yeah. because like maybe you're not with the person that you really love, but yeah. you want to have this ideal wedding. That that's this a person scary can thing, man. Like, what if you fuck it up? What if you go too fast? Yeah. I think it's interesting that people get their, like, vows redone to, yeah. like, more realistic things. You know, because, yeah. like, people, when they do their vows, it's it's almost, like, un- unrealistic. Just talking out your ass. Yeah, exactly. Because you want to paint face this and picture, like, wow, yeah. we're going to have the best life. And it's like, okay, maybe not that, but, like, I'll still get you something yeah. if you have the stomach for If you know, I go to McDonald's. Like you're getting a McDouble. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I know you're going to say that you don't want anything, but I'll still get you fries because you're yeah. going to eat some of mine. Yeah. Extra large. I love you. So, and then another thing that I was like thinking about is um, like girls when they're young, they watch all these fairy tale movies and all of this. Um, like their parents set them up to like, oh, well, your wedding day is going to be so great and so exciting. And I think they put bring that in a relationship sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they have high expectations. That's the thing about relationships. It's almost like it's like you're just like 
it's you know when you're playing basketball. All right, here, here's here's my analogy for a relationship. Okay, <laughs> interesting. All right, so two people. You one person has the ball. The other person might have the ball at some point. Mm. And you're running at each other, and you're just like, which way am I gonna go? Which way are you gonna go? Ooh. You know what I mean? Like it's like this weird dance that you do mm. for years because you can be in a relationship for a year and you still don't know that person on the level of like that they know themselves right. because people don't give that up to you. So it's scary to me that it's like you're looking at like a two year commitment to know somebody. And mm. one thing that I realized too is like growing up, you are surrounded by people that you grew up with, and like they you know them from a certain age you went to high school with them yeah. and then I moved out here and now I'm dating a girl that I don't even know like that three years ago yeah. I couldn't like look up on Facebook and be like who are yeah. your friends yeah. like what have you right. done like it's just a random so I will truly never know her like my small town people yeah. that back home and it's it's crazy well another thing too is like you might know someone for three years and you think you know them but people constantly change yeah even into their 40s their 50s yeah. like it's not like they're gonna be that person forever exactly yeah so and all their experiences because and if they're different than yours then you might grow apart it's a lot and i feel like it has a lot to, it's very similar in the way like faith is like for me to have faith in a book and god it's the same way that people have that faith in relationships and that's scary man i think a lot of the again back to like people that are our age you know 25 years oldish mm-hmm. getting married i'm just like man you're fucking guessing man guessing. like you're guessing yeah your brain just stopped developing just now like your brain just like okay cool we're good we're we grown now let's start figuring this shit out like why the fuck i don't know man maybe and i'm just a hater most of the things too is like if someone has a kid they feel obligated to get married too yep. mm. that, that's but that what did, is- would you that's that's a little different, I think. That mm-hmm. that is like a, a whole different. Would, thing. would you, if you had a kid with a girl, would you get married to her? It depends on the girl that I was with. If How? I didn't like her, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, yeah. If um if I was in a relationship and like we just had a kid, and I didn't like her, and I knew it would be uh, detrimental for the kid, mm-hmm. I would hope I wouldn't. But then again, we're having a kid, and as a man, like I was taught, like you got to be there, you fucking hold it down. Well, I, with when you're having a kid, you are like more legally binded to share things for that child so it kind of makes sense to get yeah. a, like a contract involved that way i do think what i've realized is we talk about this fairy tale ending that a lot of girls believe in but a lot of girls that i've met don't really want that right now you know i'm, I'm seeing an increase of girls that like they tell me like they don't want kids and they don't want to get married at least for a long time yeah. so i think that might be something in the past like those uh, disney princess movies are old as shit you know what I'm saying? Like, do they still have movies like that that like little that girls up? look up to? Yeah, I'm sure. If like, I, I don't. Know. I guess I don't we wouldn't. Know. I'm not exactly. <laughs> I'm not exactly in the the Disney movie culture. Claudia, is there any new movies that came out? Frozen's that a thing, right? That? that came out recently. But Frozen's not. Well, yeah, she did. Yo, I watched. But did actually, she get married? Yeah. I watched a live ass kids movie, Moana. I've never seen it. it I wanted to. It was so good. Time. Ferdinand. It's about a bull. So good. I was like, wow. I can't believe these movies are so so appealing to. Have adults. you ever seen Coco? Uh, Coco amazing. Coco is so good. That's about the ape, right? Or the chimp? <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> it's I, a, it's a the st- day of the dead. Yeah, right, a- I'm I'm way off. <laughs> Coco the monkey. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't there a monkey named Coco? Yeah, yeah. Or there was. Is that the one? Yeah, that there's, died? A, there's a Coco. Yeah. Oh yeah, the gorilla. Hey, rest in peace, Coco. Hashtag Coco. Moment of silence. I don't think it's dead, dude. We were being what silent. a little liquor. <laughs> Feel me, yo. Um, Show me love. Is that good? Apes, it's murder. Apes are, apes are super interesting. It's weird because sometimes when you, if you look an ape in the eye, it's, it gives you a look back like a human gives you a look back. You oh yeah, absolutely. You ever see dogs do that? Where like a dog, like my dog, sometimes he'll look me right in the eyes and just stare at me, mm. and it feels like he's like trying to say something. And I'm like, oh what yeah, what, dude? dude? I bet dogs wish so badly they could like communicate to humans because yeah. I feel like dogs can understand humans more than humans can understand dogs. That'd be crazy if they could reciprocate that That'd be my that fear. Like, what if you had a bad night with your dog or something, and your dog's in the other room just like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can hear you. Yeah. Motherfucker put me in the yeah. kennel. Ooh. Not tonight. Wait till I get thumbs, yeah. boy. Have Wait you, till I get thumbs. Have you ever seen that video of um, the ma- magician doing a card trick to the gorilla mm. at the zoo? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he got like, super yeah. surprised, yeah. and like he knew it was a trick. That's insane to me. Yeah. You know that trick where you hold your a blanket up and you in front of your dog and you run and drop yeah, the blanket? Yeah, yeah. I was doing that the other day. It was fun as hell, man. I did it with did Biggie. He freak yeah. Out? yeah, he's tripping. He's just crying. He's like, what? Oh, he's just walking around in circles uh, crying. You should have like, set up a camera. Biggie stared at me and didn't do shit. You're just like Biggie's like good nigga yeah. I, was, <laughs> like, I was about to kill you anyway I like, got the place myself finally are we eating yet <laughs> I'm tired of your bullshit when is dinner yeah. have, have you have you ever texted somebody and they're like they talk to you for a bit and then all of a sudden they're just like who is this 
No. Have you ever Not done in that? a long time. I've had that re- like in the past, though. Yeah. Have you ever done that to somebody else where you're just like, I'm just going to see if they give up who they are? Wait, you did it on purpose? No, where like you don't know who it is, but you're just like, I'm going to see if they can give me something that oh, tells that me who they spark are. something? Yeah. Hmm. No, I got a new number. Not that many people text me anymore. I know. When you got a new number, you didn't even tell me you got a new number. Really? Yes, bro. I didn't tell anyone, dude. I was, like, texting your old number. I'm like, Al just doesn't fucking like me anymore. Damn. And then I didn't learn you had a new number until Brock told me, I think. Yeah, I didn't tell anyone. Yeah, I got a new number, too, and it's nice, man. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, my old phone, I would get texts from people that just I just random, don't want to talk dude. to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, people that you just want to forget about. <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of people yeah yeah and then i put it in my head because i was going through a big breakup that the people gotta that change yeah the people that would like reach out to me and find me are the people that i need to keep in my life yeah exactly. so that's how i felt with my new number make us work for it okay yeah, i want to see you work man yeah whistle while you twerk <laughs> dude that you know that's a really good point you just made i recently got in a position where like a lot of people that you know I, I like they're not they're not bad people but they won't hang out right and it's like I don't care to hang out with a lot of people I have a small group of friends that I really enjoy being with and I think it's more beneficial to put your time into those people than to spread yourself thin over a big group of people that want to yeah. go out all the time you know what I'm saying and personally like I don't know but I know actually I do know about you guys you're actually pretty my best friends but oh, thanks, I, <gasps> I don't I don't I don't like to go out and like go to bars and stuff because I feel like it's pointless right like yeah. I would rather sit around and have drinks with you guys here or and have a good conversation yeah, rather than go to a loud ass bar yeah. where people are always trying to fuck you and like <laughs> you know what I'm saying like dude okay I'm not being conceited at all but yeah. I, I was at a bar yesterday and I walked up to it to get a drink and this girl was like I was saving the seat for you and she was sitting like facing toward my face and I was like leaning over the chair and I, I just didn't say anything because I was like, mm. she, she was really drunk, first no, of all. Yeah. And I, Overly confident. I saw her a few times and she was by herself there and I was like, oh, this girl's looking for something. She goes there and, every and night. And she just like sat there and kind of looked at me and I was like, fuck man. I was like, I was, it's just weird. You know what I mean? Like, she's trying to pay for my drink and get out of here. But those are the situations I don't like. I don't like being uncomfortable. I don't want to make her feel bad. I don't want to feel like weird myself. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. I'd just rather chill and have some beers just with my chill, friends. dude. Yeah, I I like going out to get a little like different scenery. Like when I like going out, I like going out with friends, not necessarily to go meet new people, which like can be a bonus. But like I don't go out just to meet people. Right. I like going to kind of switch up the scenery and you know maybe get drinks that we can't make at home. And that was one thing that like I'm starting to learn because I haven't gone out much in Houston. Yeah. But every time I have gone out, is it's not really about going out anymore. It's just about who can get the most fucked up. Mm. So every time I'm with a group of people, I'm always like taking care of someone or stressed out in a way because I'm just like, well, we're just going to get fucking wasted. No more yeah. conversation. So one thing I'm incorporating is just like, maybe I'll go to the bar and have water mm. instead of drink. Interesting. Because I'm enjoying being there instead of like having this mindset like, we're going out tonight. Right. Yeah. Well, I think the type of place, <laughs> the type of place that you go to um, adds variation too. Like when we went out for my birthday, the first place that we went to was El Big Bad in Houston. Shout out, Shout out to El Big Bad! It was a phenomenal atmosphere. The drinks were super good. If and, you know anyone at El Big Bad, have them reach out. Yeah, absolutely. We love your shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but when we went there, we didn't go there just to get fucked up. I fucking loved it, dude. Yeah, it was a great was time. Chilling, chilling, just like casually so I found the next drinks. spot. Yeah, <laughs> and but, then it kind of got turned up from there. But like the if we, you know, and I think people can do that. They just don't. Yeah, and that's why I enjoy hanging out with you guys too because we're all on the same page. But yeah, every time I'd go out, man, just yeah, it was a shit show. Even for myself, I'll just like, well, everyone else is drinking. I might as well feel like shit tomorrow too. Mm-hmm. So every time I go out, I incorporate it just with bad things. Yeah. So growing up in Wisconsin, I always hear about it being like the drunkest state in America. Like Ada, the, the drunkest. Uh, eight yeah. out of ten of the drunkest cities in America are in Wisconsin. So I was like, oh, I bet if I move elsewhere, Madison. people won't be wanting to drink and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, when I got down here, everyone's on the same shit. I think people in Texas seem to drink more than Wisconsin. I found out in Texas that when I do go out, it's we usually go out really late. So it's yeah. like 12 o'clock. So it's drinking fast a lot. Mm-hmm. In Wisconsin, yeah. I've realized is it's long term like we'll start drinking at like one o'clock in yeah. the afternoon yeah but and we drink a lot but everyone paces themselves here yeah. it's just like we're going Yo. fucking all yeah. out. I, I shout out to wisconsin i love how wisconsin drinks when i was in college it, like you said people start at 9 a.m and drink all day all day <laughs> they wouldn't get too shit-faced yeah. in the afternoon we went to um <laughs> alec all right so alec used to dj for parties <laughs> in, in madison and it was actually pretty dope because it, it's so weird but 
like when you're the DJ, people do anything. anything like it's so dude. weird, bro. Like you don't. What have do to you be, mean? Right. I could tell everyone like sit down on the floor, yeah. like Indian style. Okay. <laughs> so what what we did is we got a big ass pallet so we could pick up on, on a stage, right? So <laughs> yeah. We were up high in the middle of the living room. All right, I'm gonna interrupt real quick. Oh, don't. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have on my phone uh, Jordan building a stage still to this day because nice. he still owes me a stage, but he brought a pallet instead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It had like nails and shit sticking out of it. It was terrible. It was Damn, disgusting. But it, it was we, we were still higher than yeah. everyone else. So it was tight. So and there was like holes in it. So like oh, whatever. Okay, go but, on. So we had this big pallet and we built the stage, right? Yeah. When you're when you're at the like you're like so it was me, Alec, and then one of the other assistants behind the stage. When you're up there, people just go get you a beer. They'll bring you drinks. They'll bring you weed. It's crazy. It was so weird. They yeah, do they would just. I remember. Um, hey man, you want to hit this? Yeah. <laughs> I remember telling someone like, "Hey, get everyone away from the DJ booth." He's like, "On it!" Yeah. And push yeah. the whole crowd back. It was all great until some dude pissed on Alex Speaker. Mm. Oh, dude, I was mad at that. <laughs> That's a bummer. But luckily, I did grow up with the kid, and I knew he was so intoxicated that he couldn't talk. So yeah. I didn't make a big deal. But if he was sober, I'd yeah. been mad. And remember that one girl that went into the closet behind the DJ booth yeah. in Madison? Yes. And she was on some other, yes. some, and she sat in the closet. Yeah, it was And she really pooped herself. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> she Dude, pooped herself. Those, those party. <laughs> Dead serious. You know, you know she Madison. She came behind is, me, uh, went in the closet, and sat in there. Madison's like, like one of like the uh-huh. one of the highest yeah. rated like party schools. Yeah. Dude, I remember that party. There was literally like a kid that was at the back door holding the door shut because people were just pounding Dude, it open trying to get in. Like it, it was that it's crazy. when they almost won the championship. Yeah, yeah. There was mm-hmm. a couch on fire in the middle basketball. of the street. Basketball. It was, it was, I it was just. That. It was anarchy. And I'll just deep me and Jordan just DJing yes. inside. Just Dude, I remember <laughs> Alec gave me a microphone and I was hammered. And I don't remember what I was yelling, but I just remember yelling into the crowd and like yelling the shit like, the whole time. Yeah. It was probably just gibberish. Dude, too. I, had, I had like a bottle in one hand and the microphone in the other, and I was just on it forever, all night. Damn. Yeah. It was I so love much that fun, shit. Dude. It was fun, man. Is that considered double fisting? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> Hands full. But it, it just—it was just interesting how people respond to that because, like, we weren't like professionals. Like, we had good equipment and we looked like we, we were professionals, did. but we weren't. We weren't. Yeah, <laughs> we had no idea. It's all about—it's all about looking the part. Though. Yeah, and we yeah. know the songs. It, it was yeah. the cool part though was at the end of the night. I remember like uh, the guys who roomed there at that specific party, like counting all the cash they got mm. and like cutting us in. That felt good, man. That was like yeah. our first business. It was the first business. And you know what the weirdest part was? What? Um, our friend there who was Asian. He has a bedroom in the in the hallway, and it was so packed in the hallway. And he had a mat outside the bedroom where he kept his shoes. Yep. And the shoes were perfect all night. Mm-hmm. No one touched really? the shoes, dude. Interesting. Like, yeah, he just put his shoes outside of the fucking door, and no one it's like they were piled. P- neatly piled outside the door for the whole night. I think he got some neat booty. <laughs> quietly having sex. Polite. He was, dude. I remember. <laughs> Would you like a tea or yeah. are you hungry? Mm-hmm. It's it's funny you guys are talking about the professional aspect because like. You don't have to be that professional to just play music for drunk people. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're saying, like, we weren't, like, that professional. It's not like you have to show up in suits, but... We just look good. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's the yeah. thing, is if you go there and do the job, like you guys did, like, that's professional enough. <laughs> Yo, I remember Alex saying, because we, we drove back home that night. Like, yeah, we sure did. Like, fucking three, four in John the morning. Mayer. And I remember Alex saying, I, but nobody fall asleep. He was, like, saying something like, nobody fucking fall asleep. And I was like, bro, I am stank up all... The whole ride. It was, like, an hour, hour Jordan and a half. spilled... Uh, fries. Oh, it was all kinds of shit. All bro. over my car. Did you stay awake? No, I slept the whole time. <laughs> I woke up pulling into Alex's house listening to John Mayer. I was like, oh shit, my bad, bro. I was screaming John Mayer. But the, to the, try to wake Jordan up. The reason <laughs> and that, to stay awake. Yeah. The the thing about that um those parties that was interesting is like there was one point where there were a bunch of guys who played football there. And it's funny when you get a group of people who you know, because when you think of what a football player, like they're generally bigger, stronger people. Yeah. You get a group of people like that together and how they act. Mm. I remember watching dudes throw fucking cups of beer at people, just just passers by, like people walking home <laughs> from the bar and people just throwing like half full cups of beer at them and like you know, they look on the porch and it's like that this six foot four DN dude. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants a piece of that. No. It's just it's just funny no how that one works. Wants you know what I mean? Of that, dude. Like people just accepted that walking by. Sounds like a toxic attitude to have it as a strong person. Yeah. So toxic. I mean understandable. There was like you think you think yeah. you could fuck people up because you're big, but like doesn't mean you can. Or like you have to, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't have to act like that. Nope. It just goes back to like that weird like fight or flight thing. Like I remember just watching people be like I'd watch a guy get a beer thrown at him with his girlfriend next to him and was like 
and he just walk away. And I was like, either that guy just got you know that kind of mentality where he's just like, I'd rather not. Or my he's just my like, big I don't thing is like, I would rather just like swallow my pride than to like get a court case for sure. That's the yeah. big thing is the legal aspect. I don't even care if I lose the fight, but yeah. like I don't want to have an assault charge on my. That's record. my biggest That's a big thing deal. Too. Yeah, yeah. There was a time I was walking through a crowd at a bar downtown. Yeah, and someone here or back home here. Okay. And um, someone grabbed my girl's ass. We were walking like literally through it, and there was a moment where she was like, "You really just gonna let that happen?" Yeah. And I was like, "Well, number one, there's a huge crowd. I'm gonna go in there, and I will start a scene. But just know, you're gonna have to bail me out of jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's gonna be a whole bunch of stuff behind it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm gonna go in there and be like, "Dude, don't grab my girl's ass." He's like, "My bad, bro. See you next time." That's, <laughs> you know, that's like, a really good sign of growth, though, because I've yeah. heard stories about you, sir. Dude, I got anger up the ass. Um, <laughs> all right, like, okay, this this is a great opportunity, right? Because you know you hear a story about somebody and it's usually not the way it happened. Right. So this is a story I heard about you, and it's just if it happened this way, uh-huh. you were at a um, a festival and some guy was walking, or no, you had a bunch of beers, and some guy was walking through and bumped you. No, he, oh, I he had a fairly. bunch of beers. Yeah. So this guy mm-hmm. had a bunch of beers, walked through and bumped Alec, and Alex smacked the beers out of sand. And okay. Them <laughs> in no. It didn't happen just yeah. like that. It was Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. I was in there. So I was sitting in a spot, and I guess the guy left to go get beers. He came back and was like, hey, bro, that's my spot. And I'm like, sorry, man. Like, I'm here now. It's not going to happen. We were, we were crewed up. So mm-hmm. I was like, no. And he was like six eight, dreads, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, well, I'm going to go get my girl another drink, and when I come back, you better be gone. Mm. And, of course, I'm like, I'm definitely not leaving. I'm right. not going anywhere. So <laughs> yeah. he came back. I'm going to be right here. He came back <laughs> and called me the N-word. And then... Started, it's okay, like, Claudia. He he was black too. He started spitting on me, <laughs> like spitting on me weirdly. Uh, so then I hit the beer out of hand, punched him. I remember that. And then the cops came, grabbed him. I took my shirt off, and uh, oh, my oh. buddy put him in a headlock. Yeah. yeah. When the shirt comes off, it's all real. It's, it's dope because like uh, my friend got him in a headlock, and the cops came, and we all just dipped. Yeah, we, we all got left. a perfect getaway. He didn't. Nothing happened. That's yeah. what you get. Yeah, exactly. He ended up embarrassing himself. But you know? I was. But I do let my anger get the best of me sometimes. I'll agree. Yeah, I feel like it, you've grown a lot from it, too, though. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, the, some situations, I'll get mad. Don't yeah. want to put myself in those situations. That, I think, like, when, if you had to defend yourself, I understand that. I think it's a part of growing up. Because, like, back back then when I was a kid, like, you'd always look for any reason to fight somebody. Mm. Especially you, Brock. For being such a peaceful, nice, well, <laughs> well-brought-up young man, I've seen you get into some shit over shit that didn't need to be get into. Really? You know this is yeah. interesting news for me. I don't remember this. Yeah, you because you're probably hammered. I'm curious. Do you have any like stories? Yeah, you you want me you want me to like, you want me to let the people know about these stories? Do I want to know? Yeah. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah. Lay it on me. Do you remember when you and a bunch of our friends beat a bunch of poor kids up at a house and then we let them leave? <laughs> you remember that? Okay, they had it coming. <laughs> they had it coming. Okay, that sounds bad out of context. That horrible. Okay, sounds, nah. They didn't have it coming. It was an easy reaction to fight from one of our other friends. Yeah. I just think again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're such a nice guy, and you came up from such a good upbringing. What's wrong with you? Brock's fighting the poor. Dude, no, okay, no, Jordan meant poor. Not as <laughs> Jordan meant poor as like, they were like unfortunate. Brock a $100 bill in this guy's mouth. <laughs> Go get your grill fixed. Yeah. Um, so they, one of the kids was like a quarter black, and he used the N-word, and my friend was like, don't say it. And he's like, what? It's cool. Like, I'm a quarter black. And then he said it again. And then they got mad and they started fighting. And I was like, well, if my friends are fighting, like, I have to fight with them. Yeah. You know, that's a. Would you do that now? Like, if, say, Alec got in a fight, would you fight with him? Yes. Yeah. What about Same. you, Alec? If it's, what if it, it was one on one with a midget? <laughs> <laughs> You're fighting someone? If, if I saw either of you fighting someone I knew you could take, I would leave it alone. Yeah, definitely. But if it was like some, <laughs> some dude I knew you couldn't take, I'd probably try to help you get away from it. For away? Sure. Yeah. Because you don't need to fight, bro. We don't need to hurt That's people. That's true. You know I would rather you, like, get me away from yeah. the situation. And if he, if he keeps, like, if someone it, keeps, like, chasing us, then it's a fight. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think first get away. If I'm ever in a situation to where I'm going to fight someone, I'm going to fight. Yeah. Because, I mean, to but get... But as your friend, I, I wouldn't know. let you. But... You would be in some shit too. You could hit me. Mm. I'll just take you away from it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm just saying you're gonna put yourself. I'm not, in a I'm not gonna press charges against you. Okay. Cool. That guy probably would. I'm be furious because yeah. I never like to get to. That I just point. grab you by your shoelaces and just pull you. <laughs> because right now I'm like a freezer. I'm chilling, baby. Oh. Um, and Alec leaves the room. <laughs> uh, Carmelo or not Carmelo? Um, Le- LeBron. CP3. LeBron James uh, pulled Chris Paul oh, away yeah. when he started fighting. Uh, I think that dude. dude 
Rondo. I I listened to LeBron James mic'd up recently. Mm-hmm. I have so much more respect for him. He's, than dude, he's yeah. such a good team player. Yeah. He's, he's smart. so like nice and kind to his team. Mm-hmm. For how much money and like how douchey yeah, he, he could be. He could be a dick. Be. I heard Jordan be. was an asshole. For sure. Yeah, I'm always Not you. <laughs> no, I was talking about Michael Betting. Jordan. Betting, yeah. And just like... He would just like kind of like schmooze the refs to get him like what he wants. I'm sure LeBron actually does that too, but I feel like LeBron does it with like niceness. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you want to come have a beer with me after this? Yeah, <laughs> but like, but with that fight, it was cool because like Chris Paul is his like close friend, so he grabbed him and it's like, dude, like you don't want to get these fines and shit. Dude, you know, it's not worth fines, it. Hit him three times. Yeah, I know they were getting it in. I haven't seen a fight like that in the NBA probably since the Detroit and uh, yeah, was Rondo on that? No, no, Rondo started playing a little later. Okay. I don't know if any of those players are still playing because it was With like Ron Pacers, Artest. Right? It was the Pacers and the Pistons. Dude, it was I like Ben Wallace, Rashid And my Wallace. dad's from Detroit, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Was, you all know these hands from mm-hmm. these boys? Dude, Ron Artest went in the crowd, started fighting fans. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> oh, hell is going they're, on? They were throwing beer from the top yeah. ropes, dude. Yeah, it's weird. Like those, like when professional athletes fight with their hands, it's scary. They're so strong and they're so athletic. But I love one thing I will say. (laughs) Okay, yo. So think about think about the think about basketball, right? Yeah. Basketball is a very sensitive sport, right? A flick of your wrist, a a finger in a different way is going to make a shot different, right? Look at the flick of the wrist. So those those guys are strong, but their hands aren't strong. Their hands are delicate. Their hands are delicately set to certain settings in order to make a ball in. That's interesting. So it's not the same thing. It's, it's different if like a UFC fighter who punches people in the fucking head all the Makes time. Sense. I feel like it's there's different. some NBA dudes who could put a beat down. On Dude, but know. just think about that, bro. If they break a finger, the shot's off. So their fingers are very delicately, delicately yeah. tuned. They're yeah. not punching but balls. But they are like crazy science experiments. Like they're fucking six eight. Yes. They can punch. <laughs> they, no, I, I, don't strong know. I don't as agree, hell. Bro. Long ass arms. Look, put your hand out in front of you. Listeners, put your hand on in front of you. Now flick your fingers one at a time. Look at the little tiny sensitive muscles, right? Mm. Think how delicate that is, right? You put that on someone's head, that's bad for your hands. So I, I feel like NBA players, if you look at that fight, those guys were punching. They're punching yeah, like bitches, bro. But, but you closing it, a fist, it's no, still a fist. I don't agree it's with It's still you. delicate. No, I still, I still think those dudes could fight if they want to. I don't to. think so, bro. Dude, they're Damn. big, big guys. Who yeah. don't? They're not fighters, though. You, specific adaptations to impose demands. If you punch on the wall over and over again, your hard, your punch is gonna be harder than somebody else. Most who's just NBA as strong. players come from hard backgrounds, but they ain't fighting anymore, mm. bro. They ain't fighting now. Yeah, but they have a background, like you said. Mm, no, I disagree, bro. I think what you said about sensitivity—they are sensitive with as far as like shots and like layups and like watching, being careful. But it doesn't. What would mean I know that about they, anatomy, anyways? It doesn't mean that they can't like clench a fist and hit someone. But so. it's still if you it, your hand is a very delicate thing. That's why people. That's why boxers wrap their hands. Yeah, that's true. If a you, lot of people break their hands in fights, it, dude. It is so easy to break your hand. Remember in that fight that we mentioned earlier, our friend broke his arm, his wrist <laughs> in that fight. <laughs> Yeah. And he had to walk around yeah. school with a cast. Dude, he grew up in you know fucking Chicago. Yeah. Like, he fought all the time. So yeah. my point being, but is he like, did punch with his thumb inside his fingers. Did he? Yeah, he told who, me. Who told him to do that? <laughs> exactly. That's how he broke <laughs> the fucking bone. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think like again, it's it's. I, I think they're strong people, but like it's different, man. Like like look, we won't play basketball today, right? Yeah, we do. I lived every fucking five days a week, heavy mm. all the time. Mm. I was dead. We were playing against yeah. little kids, and I was oh, dying. Yeah, they're balling us up, straight up squaring <laughs> us up. It's yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. They were like what 13, 14? Yeah, they're probably about fourteen. They rolled on bikes, dude. Just <laughs> just buckets, uh-huh. man. Just yeah, they, buckets. They're like all ten years us. younger than us. Euro stepping us and shit. Yeah, they had handles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I pushed one of them down. I just got aggressive. <laughs> I, just, I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? I need to let this little motherfucker know what's going so on. There was this one kid. Um, he was so much shorter than me. He got a rebound. For, like when I went up for one as well. I was like, all right, I'm gonna get this kid. And he like with as far as fundamentals with basketball, you have to do it a lot to be able to use them. Yeah. And so like he did, I could tell. So his handles were way more than I could guard. And he like like served me. And I was like, all right, like fuck this kid. And he like went up for a layup, and from behind, I just <laughs> grabbed the ball pretty much. From him. I was like, nope. It felt so good, but the thing is, they're like flex 14. on them, and it was it was so funny. I thought, um, so it was kind of like a park. There was like a trail where you could run on, and we were playing basketball. These are all like fourteen year old kids, and there was this like girl that was running by, and all of them were just like. They knew her. I yeah. forgot her name. Let's just say it was like Hi, Adriana. Jenny. Like, hey, Adriana, <laughs> and stuff like that. And she like waved. Dude, I heard one of them say, I'd hit that. <laughs> <laughs> no like, way. 14, dude. Damn. I mean, I would say I that at too, 14. Yeah. <laughs> I said it like at. It was like a movie though, you know, like in uh, Sandlot when they're uh, they're all like uh, drooling over Penny or whatever that girl's yeah. name is. Like it was like that, but it's weird being in an older situation now and looking at that. 
Yeah. Also, speaking of age and like being older, when we went to the, the gas station after we were in line, we were talking about how like we're older, so we're getting a little more tired. And there was an older guy in front of me, in front of us, and he like looked back. He's like, "Yeah, I feel that." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "It just yeah. gets worse." Yo, it's so funny because I, I, I was thinking like what those kids probably went and did after that game, and what we went and did. Oh, ate Doritos and we, Famous Amos. No, we went. We went and got some beers, <laughs> yeah. and like you know, and they probably went home and like had juice. And their mom made fucking Xbox. Sound. Yeah, exactly. Fortnite and Gatorade. Yeah, dude. Did you hear that Elon Musk was like joking about deleting Fortnite? Dude, and everyone went off. It's crazy when you have that much power in the world. They're just like, you know, everybody loves this. I might turn it off. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna buy it and delete it. Yeah. I feel like porn is so like mean to women now. Like it used to be like lovely, beautiful woman is in. Watch this girl you get know? in the taxi. Yeah, now it's like dumb slut with a low grade point average gets in the ass. Like trailer trash fucks face. <laughs> The, oh it's shit! It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by the way, let me. Just, I'm just gonna fucking put it out there. I stopped masturbating a while ago, and I love it. Yeah, I, same. I love not masturbating. Yeah, me too. You I convinced stopped. me. Yeah, you convinced yeah. me. Also. You made Don't very you feel valid better? points about yeah. just like feeling like more clear headed and like having more drive as a yes. man. It's interesting because. I don't know. When does that like habit start for most people? Like four, like fourteen, yeah, yeah, like around there, six. And it just becomes, <laughs> it just becomes so <laughs> With normal. The bed. You know? Dude, my ex girlfriend was mad because I'd masturbate, and I remember like, it, I got so I was so mad when she said that she wanted me to stop masturbating. I was like, I've been doing this before I met you. I've been doing this since, <laughs> since fifth grade. I've been masturbating, so don't, don't tell me. Yeah. Over that and one. and then like I said that, and then I was so mad at myself because I was you, defending and masturbating. You masturbated. Yeah. Cause like yeah, yeah. I it, I don't know it was weird I don't I think she just thought I didn't do it mm. and then when she found out I did she was like what <laughs> I dated a girl in high school who thought like porn was disgusting and I like totally lied I was like yeah I don't watch porn <laughs> I don't jack off and like she found it on my phone once and it was a big deal <sighs> it's terrible yeah I, but that was one of those things where it's like What'd I can't say? I can't give up my porn yeah. you know like as a high school boy like there's no way you can go without porn yeah um I was just like it was just a one time thing you know you know that's terrible I lied my way out of it. <laughs> Yeah, I was just looking. Yeah, a yeah, friend. I don't know. Someone used my phone. It wasn't me. You know, there's actually a girl that I used to date that's actually in porn now. Really? Yeah, it's really weird, dude. Like one video. Does that no. make you feel like good or weird? It's weird. Yeah. It's, I feel bad. I feel sad for her. Because mm. like, not to say like, okay, you if you if porn is your job, that's whatever, that's fine. But like, yeah. I know her personally, and I know her what her mentality is like. So I yeah. feel bad for her because I know it's like she's doing it for the, not the reasons that some other people might do. Some other people just like having sex, and for her, I don't think she's doing it's just it because, for the money. I think she's doing it for just for the money. I feel like a lot of people do it for the money. Yeah, Dude. but I don't know them. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm an Uber driver now. Yeah, and I picked up someone. Who um, just started stripping, and mm. they're from Cu- Cuba, New and stripper. they have Cuba. their like um, like PhD over there. Yeah, but here it doesn't transfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and she's like, now I'm a stripper in the United States, and I want a better life. And she's telling me she's like, I went out my first time, and I just got off stage and cried. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. the money's no. good, but I feel like shit. It's amazing you just brought that up. I just t- had a conversation with a friend on the phone, and she told me she stripped for a little while, and she she's like a very smart girl too, and and she was talking about it. And she was saying, like, she had to get drunk her first time to yeah, go up there. She said, yeah. she said, like, it was just, like, the girls that are already there were just so cool about it. Like, yeah. she said she was mm-hmm. off stage and the girl was like, all right, go sit on that guy's lap and just, like, leave your, leave your boob out. And for her, it was like, what? Like, just sit <laughs> yeah. out with my boob out? Like, are you kidding me? But for those girls, it's so common and, and so simple and easy. I hate yeah. strip clubs. I've gone to one strip club one time in my life and I was just like, it's not for me. I never really thought, like, do new strippers get, like, trained? You know how, like, oh, all new bro. jobs, like, you have someone there. who works there, like, train you in? I'm sure they make, like, a good friend. Like, I've seen them just, like, hey, like, I'll take you under my wing and yeah. I'll teach you the ropes. But what if you don't? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just wing it? And you just yeah. go out there and twerk. That's a, that's a, that's a sad part. It's like, you mm. have to get drunk or, like, something in order to get on stage and do that your first time. Depending on who it is. And I feel like most strippers get into the business knowing someone in the business. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh yeah. come out here, like... I, I've heard like there's like a timeline like you you start like serving or bartending at something like a, like a Hooters or something like that and then mm. you get to know people who have moved into stripping and make way industry. more money and then when you're stripping like then it's like sex work after that you know what I'm saying like they're getting like paying for sex or yeah. like doing porn because you look good and people are paying you for the money it's like yeah. why not even make more she even said she's like the money's not as good as I thought it would be the only way it's that good is if I have sex with yeah. the clients yeah. mm. and she's like I don't I, really I thought don't about stripping before yeah and then I, I googled some stuff and I was like I'm not qualified for what, this shit what stuff did you google I just googled like strip clubs that are here in Houston mm-hmm. and like it's not the same type of man as me 
What do you mean? Like, yeah. I'm just small. I'm a little guy. Like, these are, like, giant Oh, they're looking people. for, like, uh, Game of Thrones-ass dudes? N- no. <laughs> but, like, like juice-head, like, big muscle people. You know I feel what like saying? you're a big muscle person. Not that big, though, bro. Oh, they're yeah. looking for, like, big, and, big? And then, and then I had, like, the realization is, like, it's not going to be, like, just people that you would be comfortable waving your pee-pee around at. It's going to be people that you're not. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, like, I, I think about, like, if I meet somebody that I saw, like, I know there... And like mm. my crotch is in their face. Yeah. Like, oh, this is too late for me to back out now. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Damn. You definitely can't back out. No. With me, that. with me being new here, I've like thought about that too. It's like I'll never see anybody I know. Yeah. And I'm it's so like, big. I know. What's big? <laughs> Thanks, Al. Texas is big. Like you would never see the same people twice. I and Brock. Like, <laughs> I only, <laughs> I only Since know like there, I only yeah. know like fifteen people here. Maybe no, maybe thirty. Sounded weird yeah. as hell. But like, that. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, like none of those thirty people are ever going to see me at a strip club. Yeah. So I could, oh. I could work there every day and not see anyone I know. Yeah. And honestly, I'll probably never see them again unless it's there. Yeah. Do you have any like moral? No, I <laughs> never mind. You know. Yeah. Not, especially <laughs> you. I have morals, but when it comes to stuff like that, I don't find that shameful. If that's what you mean. Hey, everybody! I know it's been a while. We're back with the questions for the jab. This one is from our our Twitter page. If you're not already following, go follow that at the Jab Media. No spaces, no numbers, just the Jab. This one is from Have You Heard Them Four, and they ask, Why do you guys always talk about race? And racist stuff. You know, I've had people ask me that too before. Like, Listeners to yeah. the show, why do we always talk about race? And I think I think a big part of it is is not necessarily because like we're surrounded by racism or anything like that. Um, I think it's from where we come from. We're all from the same place, and it is very prominent there. People are just racist, and a lot of it's just jokes. People, first of all, a lot of it's just making fun, right? Like, there's not we're not every day getting slurs and stuff like, oh know, like people wanting to fight yeah. and stuff. you know what's great don lemon actually talked about this last week he said that our generation doesn't vote because african-american people in our generation never had to face the same things that black people in his generation did hmm. right like we've never gotten sprayed with a fire hose and dogs sicked on us and stuff like that we've never dealt with that like we've never been into a restaurant and be like you can't you have to eat on this side of the restaurant we've never had that don but, lemon's like in his 30s yeah but he still grew up with that. Yeah, I suppose it was a little more racist. But the thing that I think with that is, and it's not the same, right? That's obviously way worse. But I think that our generation of African-American, and not even just African-American, Asian people, anybody that's a, of a color, mm-hmm. they deal with racism or they're exposed to racism in a different way. It's social media. Now it's like someone in Chicago gets some really you know fucked up shit said to them or done to them. Like that guy who, uh, who wasn't letting his building. You remember that the guy wasn't letting his building because he was black yeah. and the lady wouldn't. Let her. I don't yeah, know if yeah. that's what it was, but she wouldn't let him in, right? So it's like yeah, she was the uh, apartment. yeah. So it's like that's an isolated incident, and that sucked way worse for him than anybody else. But like now, as a black person in Houston, I'm mm. like, damn, that shit's everywhere. So it's yeah. like we get a different, we have a wider, broader perspective on racism and how it impacts people. Yeah. But we don't, we never, we don't like have the one-on-one engagement with it. Like I've never mm-hmm. been sprayed with a hose. I've never had that. I've never had that happen to me. Sure. But I know what's out there, and I see plenty of like you click on that video and you scroll down. The next one's the same shit. Next yep. one's the same thing. So Hell yeah. you get to see it everywhere all the time. Well, think about all the incidences that don't get recorded too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's so easy to have it all recorded now. I think it's still happening about the same amount, maybe even more. Yeah. It's just recorded. So yeah. See it. I think for me personally, um, we talk about it because it's something that's relevant. And for you to say that like racism doesn't exist would be incorrect. Yeah. So I think we talk about it because it is so prevalent. And even if it is prevalent, some people might not notice that it is racism. Uh-huh. Like I recently had a conversation that I, w- I met with someone for the first time, and they told me it was it was a white girl, and she said, "Yeah, I dated a black guy once, but my family said that I couldn't date him, so I had to break up with him." And we're not racist. But we just don't date outside of our race. Like we have black friends, but we can't just we just can't date black people. Right. Like how does that not sound wrong? You know? I understand that everyone has their traditional values and stuff like that, but that's a little different to me, you know, like that yeah. sounds that sounds kinda racist. And yeah. I think for us to talk about that might bring awareness to people who might like she didn't say like she well, word for word said like we're not racist. Like, that sounds kind of racist. Yeah. The weird thing is, too, is I, I've heard, like, African Americans and, like, black people or Hispanics and stuff say that same thing. Yeah. But I'm like, damn, that's tight. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, that's not racist. Do you think it is, though? Well, when they say it, I'm like, yeah, you only fuck oh, with wait, your race. Just, okay, yeah, yeah, I was making sure. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've actually thought that. And then, like, when Brock says it, as, like, from a white person yeah, saying it. It sounds worse. Uh, it sounds mm-hmm. horrible. Yo, I, I met this trucker uh, at the gym one time, and 
we were talking for a while and he's like a musician and at one point in the conversation he's like i think it wasn't related at all we're talking about music and he's like well he's like just so you know he's like i'm not racist at all <laughs> and he said that and i was like my brother right and I was like, I feel like the most racist shit's about to come out of your mouth, and it and it was just like talking about black people and music and like how he hates how they bump it and play. You know, but yeah, it's it's not exactly it's not per se like racist per se, but it's just like it's um stereotype stereotyping, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I, what was the person's name? What was this guy's name? The um Don Lemon. Don't the, the user that asked the question. Uh, their name was Have you heard him for? Have you heard him for? Um, I think that we talk about it a lot because. First of all, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's a great joke yeah. to make. Second of all, I, I just I don't know. I don't want I don't want to pretend like it's not a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I like bringing light to those situations. I feel like yeah. not a lot of people are talking about it in a manner that people want to like hear. Yeah. And mm-hmm. maybe we're able to discuss something that someone would be like, "Wow, I never looked at it in that way" or something like that. Not that yeah. it makes it better or different, but it's open so that if some racist stuff does happen, you'd be like, "Oh, someone else felt that way about it. Maybe I should feel the same way." Yeah. Cuz I feel a lot of racist stuff you're like, "That really just fucking happened?" Yeah. Or like, "What should I do right now?" Or like, "Does mm-hmm. anyone this happen to anyone else?" Yeah. yeah. And us coming from such like different races and things things like that sure. we have different viewpoints on it well jordan made a great point when he was saying it it's i not, always make them great <laughs> sometimes but um you mentioned how it's not like we're around it all the time you know like really like violent racism or anything like that but like those situations do happen yeah so it might not be happening around you but it is happening everywhere yeah so it's just important, I think, to know that it's happening. Be aware of your situation yeah. as an American you citizen. Know, my racist experiences are just very subtle. Yeah, but I know it's happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially with my new hair. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's been a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, like I go around people. Yeah. People be like, "What the fuck did you do to your hair?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I've been meaning to tell you. I've had like three different people message me, tell me that you're a beautiful person. Yeah, I had one person mm-hmm. say, "Who's thank the you. new guy?" And I'm like, "It's not the new. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same dude." Really? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. you, need, you need ego boost. Alter ego. Like, yeah, my, my confidence. <laughs> I had a girl yeah, message me. She was like, "How did you meet that new guy?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "No, it's the same dude, just different hair, man." Someone messaged me and said your parents did a good job. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing <laughs> this. Yeah. All right, Sorry, I'm like, running for mayor. <laughs> like just just to clarify, Jordan will be your alderman. <laughs> just to clarify, yeah, yeah. Um, like some of my favorite people in the world right now are white. Like mm. my my adoptive mother is white. You know, she mm-hmm. brought me into her family and invited me into her home and took care of me and helped me through a lot of things. She, and she's white, and I love the fuck out of her. Yeah. You know, so it's definitely not like. I just don't want to get it twisted. I don't want yeah. to really feel like we have against anything as white people. We don't. Mm. I love white people. Right. <laughs> like I just, it's just a few times in my life and some examples we can talk about and things that we see out in the world mm. right now that you know it's not the greatest representation of white people. Do you feel yeah. any certain way about any other races? Do I feel a certain way against any mm-hmm. race? No, not at all. I don't care, bro. I love. Like, I think mm. as long as you're not a shitty person, I like exactly. you. It's yeah. fine with me. Um, yeah, so I, I don't really have like any problems with um, any any other races or anything like that. Yeah. I, I think, with it. I think for me personally as well, like sometimes just kind of addressing because we've been asked this about race on the, before on the uh, on the podcast. Um, I just like as a white person, it's not like I hate white people, yeah. but I do. Like, Let's cut that up and make it sound like he says he hates <laughs> white people. <laughs> but I do. I do think it's important for white people to understand that like there's a lot of people that like will judge you because you're white right now. So like with with America's new president and a lot of people with this new movement about making things like great again you know there's a lot of racist stuff that goes with that so i just think it's important to understand that it's but i feel like we, do we have trump listeners yeah definitely i mean we're not hating on trump we're just Sorry. we're open for discussion i mean yeah. like if anyone does look at our views as different like prove us wrong show us some yeah. stuff that we think is like actually legit yeah. that's yeah. how i feel anybody want a beer yeah i'll take a beer cool get your own bitch oh this is the ni- the seventh inning stretch um and like okay so something about like that I posted recently I just posted a picture and it had a Spanish caption so some people would look at me and be like damn you don't even speak Spanish and this and that that might be culture appropriation but um, I think I look at it as like I fuck with the culture mm-hmm. and I like it mm-hmm. so much that like I support and I think that's another thing with racism is like um, you doing something that might be culture appropriating is like that's another person that's on your team that's re- willing to fight for something you believe in because they fuck with you yeah. but it sucks because people look at that so negatively and they bring it down they're just like oh we don't want you on our team and stuff like that but one sure. thing with race is like that makes us all like you know together if people fuck with other other things mm-hmm. absolutely that's what, one thing that i look at is like i take pit, bits and pieces from like every race because i i enjoy it i love people mm-hmm. and like they're fun and i look at some of the backgrounds and they're so different that i enjoy it 
Yeah. So I want to have incorporate that in my life. Absolutely. I love putting in myself in situations um, with with people from other other cultures and like trying to find an understanding because a lot of people let's like some people who come to this country and don't necessarily learn the language right away. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're not trying, and I think it's kind of messed up when when people judge them for that. Like they as soon as they get there here, they have to know perfect English and stuff like right. that. But what I've learned with me, me trying to get better with other languages. When you do that to them, they don't like judge you and hate no. you for trying. That honestly, they respect it. And that's that's something that I'm learning is because mm-hmm. sometimes I'd speak to people who speak fluent Spanish and a little bit of English, but I would be too nervous to speak Spanish at them, even though I know some. Yeah, like I know decent Spanish, right. yeah. but I'm just like I don't want to make them feel like uh-huh. out of place. So I'll speak English to them, but that makes them feel uh-huh. more out of place than anything. And I would imagine people who don't speak fluent English feel that all the time. Yeah, and that's what like you know one thing that is huge is just like putting yourself in other people's shoes and just being like why does language make you different than me yeah or your race you know one thing that stuck with me i it was somewhere in school i don't know if it was like elementary school or middle school or something like that but we were talking about our country and how it's labeled as like a melting pot how we all assimilate as like one culture and um our teacher said instead of that it's more like a mosaic for the fact that it's like a picture made up with a bunch of different pictures, and that's what makes the whole thing. And I thought that was really cool, and that stuck with me. Huh? That like was a whole bunch of yeah. It's like everybody. It's like everybody brings their own piece to it, but that's what makes it unique. And it's beautiful. And people don't have to assimilate to culture for us to be a great nation, right? Yeah, and just and with that comes like no pushiness. Like obviously, I don't like when a race is like oh, you don't eat pork, or you can't eat pork because it's not part of my religion, so I don't fuck with you because you do it. Yeah. You know, shit like that, so... Has anyone ever said that to you? Yeah. Said what? Damn, really? Yeah, like I... They, they judged you for eating pork? Yeah, and shit like that, or... I've meat. had that before. Yeah. I'm more afraid of eating pork for health reasons. Like, I recently found out you can die if it's not cooked right. That's yeah. scary. I also heard some gr- good things with pork, too. Really? Like, I, don't, like I eat it in moderation. It's actually, like, one of the best meat to eat while losing weight. Really? Yeah, it's interesting as hell. Who's in Bacon Magazine posted that article? No, it's actually legit. <laughs> so this is my thing with pork. I, I don't, I don't know why. Do you know why? Like a lot of like they um, say it's dirty. Okay, it is dirty because pigs can't sweat. So mm. all, all the, the sodium. sweat and the shit. So when you think about what sweat is, is your body sweating out shit that it doesn't want yeah. anymore, right? Um, it's almost similar to pee. Wait, cows can sweat? I don't know. Or Claudia? like any other animal? I know dogs. Don't. Claudia, do cows sweat? They don't sweat at all? Okay, so Claudia said cows don't have very many active sweat glands. I don't think pigs can sweat at all. Damn. But but that's why they're salty. Um, Also, she's saying that cows get rid of a lot of their heat through, like, their breath. And I know with um, the amount of cows... (laughs) I know with the amount of cows in the world, it's becoming, like, an environmental problem with the amount of, like, ethanol that they produce... And I saw, it was really interesting, I saw a Mythbusters episode where they tried to, like, capture cows, like, farts and stuff like that that has ethanol to see if they had it, if we could use it for energy, and it wasn't enough. So it's enough to fuck up the world, but not enough for us to, like, utilize it. They say that, like, um, if cows weren't used by humans as much, they would almost become extinct, too. Like yeah, they don't seem like they could fend for themselves yeah, very well. So like humans almost keep cows. Like, I think going. I could kill a cow one on one with my hands easily. Just but, jump on that bitch and choke it out. But cow, yeah, I'm not saying like slaughterhouses or anything are okay. Were cows but, like naturally hunted before humans killed? I have them? no idea, dude. I would imagine some of them, but like they were just like chilling on the grass. Dude, you think how easy it'd be to hunt a cow? So easy. So like, for easy. other animals, have you ever yeah. seen cows like interact with humans, like dogs? They like yeah, play fetch and like yeah. lay on you. And stuff? I, I have a, I used to have a client, and she had a cow that actually came in the house. Like a house cow? A house cow. That sounds tight. I had a yeah. cow named after me, Alec. Really? Yeah. After, I, like it was named after you specifically? Yeah, I, I had friends that owned a farm yeah. and they named a cow after me and then killed it and it? served it to me. Oh. And didn't that's, tell me that it took was a me. dark turn. Yeah, that took a really yeah, dark turn. It was fucked up. Were man. you sad? I didn't know until like a week later after I ate it. I was like, where's my cow? And they're like, oh, you ate it last week. Damn. It's like, oh. <laughs> that's interesting. That's pretty dark for someone to feed dark. you that after that. Is that racist? Yo. <laughs> Y'all, have y'all seen everything? Seen anything about adult babies? Like, right. I watched like a what? documentary. Yeah. All right, what? so for for the people that don't know what an adult baby is, it's an adult that either part of the day or you know, like as a sexual thing, they dress like babies and they're treated <clears throat> like babies. So like they'll hire oh people. To, yeah, they'll hire people to come over and like swaddle them and feed them and change their diaper and shit. Um, I was watching something. So 
I went in a weird path of education here with okay, this. Okay. Uh, weird. So, so in the first thing on the show notes we talked about was the um, Jamal Khashoggi thing. Mm-hmm. I went full circle from guy getting chopped up in Saudi Arabia to adult babies and then baby brain development. Internet wormhole. I know. Yeah. <laughs> or so, rabbit hole. But with adult babies, I landed on this adult baby guy and he's like 320 pounds and he has... That's a big baby. Yeah. And he has like a custom crib. He's missing several teeth. His whole apartment is baby stuff. Does he think he's a baby? No, he knows he's not a baby. Does he have a normal job? I don't know what his job is. but I can't my, imagine the so, baby works. So what's interesting about this guy is, so he has a very high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. In, um, Boss sometimes, baby. Sometimes that's an indicator of testosterone levels in your body. So not having enough testosterone. So I was wondering it if that... looks like he has none. I was wondering if it has something to do with that. Like if that's a conducive to like him being so strange. Because it's strange. Well, it's definitely mental. Well, I guess testosterone yeah. goes with like your mental development. He said he likes to be pretend to be two years old because at two you can still kind of communicate with the world and it's okay for you to shit your pants still. Yeah. Same. So he's just using that as an excuse to poop his pants. Yeah. He, I watched one documentary where the girl was like that and she like had a so whole house weird, full, but dude. she would still go to work and then she'd come home and like put on her diaper. It's like and a shit. second life. Yeah. Like she would come home and then she wouldn't tell her friends Ugh. and then she invited all her friends over and then she was like, just wait here in the living room. And then she put on her outfit and came out and everyone was just like, we gotta go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She came out to her friends and they weren't happy. So can it. you like develop that like lifestyle? Like, what if I started doing the baby thing? Not that I'm planning on it, but like, would you guys still be my friend if I was like baby part time? <laughs> if you were still cool, no. I if like you showed up in a baby outfit, I'm like, damn, this thing is <laughs> do my thing. Yeah. Because I think I think wanting to be an adult baby, <laughs> he's really is, himself, <laughs> is indicative of much deeper problems. Oh like, yeah, you cut for me sure. up with a knife someday. No. So if you become an adult baby, I'm not gonna be your friend. Okay. I'll Sorry. still be your friend. No, Rock. that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate dude, that. Dude, there's much you. deeper shit going on than you act like a But baby. that's why I'm his friend. So he doesn't kill me. Just <laughs> <laughs> lock my door, son. <laughs> yeah. Locks outside with his rattle. Cause I, I would have, oh my God. I still drive my car, like, but I don't speak. But you, you wham the whole time? Yeah. A little baby. He's a big baby. Adult baby. Yeah, I, just, I just can't imagine. Like, this dude shits his pants. Like he shits his pants on purpose. Mm. He Dude, pees and poops himself on purpose. Weird, like fetishes like that. Yeah. What's the weirdest fetish you've ever heard of? Um, there's one where people dress up in like furries, tight latex <laughs> outfits that re- resemble like women. Like a guy puts on a tight latex outfit that has like boobs and shit, oh, and yeah. like it even has the face, and he's hidden. What website is this on, Al? <laughs> That's like an Alex favorite. Yeah. Where it's actually our sponsor. That's pretty history. <laughs> Um, have you ever seen that guy who made himself a lizard? He yeah. like cut his tongue yeah. and like tried to get his skin to be like. Are you talking about Dragon Lady or are you talking about Lizard Man? <laughs> different things because there's different. Well, there's that, and then there's the guy who tried to make himself a cat as well. They like yeah. surgically attach a tail and like they surgically attach whiskers well, and stuff. like Dragon that. Lady has horns, so it's a man that transitioned to a woman. I've and seen then the horns into a dragon. Whoa. What is it? Oh my god! Yeah, that's oh, the weirdest. Yeah. Oh my god! That's fu- that's scary movie shit. Yeah, dude. There's a whole like organization, and they make it looks bank. Like, it looks like meat? white chicks. Oh my god! It looks like white chicks, dude. That is so weird. That is very uncomfortable to see with my eyes. Um, but do you think do you think it's wrong to shame people for having their own things? No, but I think it's okay not to be your friend because I know there's something wrong with you on a level. Right. Because like a lot of the, a lot of these weird a lot of weird fetishes are are sexually caused fetishes. Like people have some sort of sexual encounter that's just like wrong or something yeah, happens true. when they're young. Like it's not it's not exactly normal. So mm-hmm. like for me personally, if someone if one of my buddies fucking <laughs> did this shit, I'd be like, hey bro, look. You go and figure this out and go through it, and I'm just going to not be your friend for a little while. So what we're looking at right now is bizarre rubber female bodysuit. So a guy dresses up as a female through a full bodysuit, and they have, like, boobs and ass. Even over the face, it looks like a woman in a wig. Dude, I just don't want to get murdered by one of you guys. Like, if you're doing this, (laughs) you're not very far from murdering me next in your life. Oh, my God. Yeah, the guy would go yo, around. Yo, imagine, imagine this guy like at the beach. You know, like no, you're the listen. He would go in California and ride the bike and uh, like go up and down the beach and shit. You can see his pee pee. Is that his dick up in his belly button? <laughs> that lines his dick. But yo, he's feeling himself at least, right? Dude, he was so confident. Yeah. I watched the documentary so on Netflix, dude. It was like weird fetishes. Yeah. It's just so strange. Like a guy it's fell in love with his car. Oh yeah, had sex with his car, dude. I met a girl who had a weird fetish once. What was it? I don't know if I want to say. You're in it now. You have to say it now. So she was older. 
let me let me rephrase this. I don't think it was a fetish. It's just something weird, weird that she did. She You're was like older, and she had like kids that were my age at this point, and she would talk to me like I. She'd be like, "Does the baby like this?" Like things like that while we're doing stuff. Did, were you, did you were you attracted by that? Uh no, but I was very attracted by her. So I, I think just kind of pushed my way through it. I think that's just like opposite of the daddy fetish, you know? Oh, like, like girls thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want the kid, I don't, dude. Like, like she step like, mom porn and shit like that is huge. But you in know what? Like moms talked like, oh baby, like she'd do that to me during sex, and it was weird. I don't know if that would bother me. Yeah, <laughs> you're a fucking deviant. Yeah. We know this already. Dude, I'm not a deviant. You're deviant adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> Crescent moon. Yeah, do you see that like tweet? Uh, it's like a pretty famous tweet. It said like people who make seven hundred dollars make people who make twenty five dollars an hour feel like people who make seven dollars an hour are the problem. It's like rich it's like people tell reaction. middle class people that lower class people are the problem. But like you making seven hundred dollars an hour, yeah. And there's and there's no consequences for that. You didn't fucking. I'm just gonna um, start stripping and charging seven hundred bucks an hour. Who right? just signed the biggest person. contract in the world? Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, bro. How much it, money does he make an hour? Uh, is the, who is that? It's the, boxer. the Mexican boxer. boxer? Yeah, he wants, to, he wants a rematch with Floyd. He's he's making his contract is like three hundred forty three million dollars a year. Well, or something God like that. damn! Yeah, it's hella. That's that shit, bro. Like Odell Beckham. He, he this year he signed one of the biggest contracts for a receiver ever. The the biggest. And then he he goes on to a talk show. Talk shit about essentially his boss. Like your quarterback's mm-hmm. kind of your boss. He's not getting the ball now. Name's the fucking power. Well, his boss also told him to shut up and play football. Exactly. Shut the fuck up and play football. Do you believe in that? Yes, bro. Like okay. he should lose his voice because he's no. paid a lot. So, so you don't have to lose your voice if you want to talk about politic poli- political stuff or like shit like that. Which he world. doesn't really. But he all he did was talk shit about his quarterback. That's not yeah. productive. So, you know okay, I don't really. I didn't watch it. I don't so know what happened. He, he was in an interview with Lil Wayne and some person. And honestly, I feel like part of it was because Lil Wayne was there. He wanted to feel cool, and mm-hmm. basically, he just belittled his quarterback and talked about how you know the, the decisions he makes are good and whatever. That, so he's not giving him the ball. Why the fuck would he? That does suck. Coming from like what I know about sports is it's a big family, but yeah. now you're talking about money. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Because yo, we we talked about this earlier. Listening to LeBron mic'd up, that's a team player. Yeah. Right. And in LeBron is, is he he's got to be the highest paid guy in NBA right now, right? Got to be. There's no way he's not. I've heard LeBron bitch about not getting the ball, but how did he do it? How does LeBron bitch well, about LeBron, not getting the LeBron is in a position where he's able to um, recruit people to the team he's in. Yeah. Like Odell Beckham can't change the team of the Giants, yeah. and that's that's the issue. Is like LeBron will go to a team. I don't know if you like see this. Like he's on the Lakers now. Lakers have a whole new roster. Yeah, they just changed. You know, saying they're like we're getting LeBron. We're getting. <clears throat> they got like seven I, other. I people. always thought of what it would be like to be LeBron's coach. I kind of want to make a skit about it. You what do you mean? coach LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> he coaches the team. Yeah, like that'd be best job shit. ever. That'd be a good like but with, how do you coach LeBron? It's different, right? Because like it's a it's it's not a huge difference, but it's a difference, right? A basketball team is a smaller team. Yeah, you have it's, true. it's a different football. sport. It's yeah, really they're, different. they're very different. I'm yeah. just comparing it so to like. I just think for Odell Beckham to do that and then be mad. It's like, what did you expect to happen? So do you? What do you think? Do you think he's gonna get the ball thrown more? No, or less? No. Because the quarterback less. might be like, catch this bitch. Yeah, because like football is such a like basketball can be more of an independent sport. Right, like one guy can do more in basketball what? than one guy can do in football because there's fucking twenty two guys on the field. So yeah. for for Odell Beckham to do that, like he needs all those other ten guys to do their job the right way with enthusiasm for him to get the ball. They're not mm-hmm. going to do that if you're belittling the team. Like that's a team's leader. But you got to imagine that it would be frustrating if you're arguably one of the best receivers or best people who at what you do in the league. And the ownership of their team isn't doing anything to help you score and make the team better. Like they pay him, but they're not getting a better quarterback for him, so he can't do anything without a good without a good quarterback. Does he not get the ball thrown enough? Like have you seen him play? Not any not any good plays. Okay. Like he'll have good games. Like him and uh, Saquon Barkley is their running back. He's a rookie. He's like endless potential. But they can't do anything if their team sucks. But maybe, yeah. But maybe that's why they pay him so much. Because they're like, we'll just fucking keep you and yeah. have you us lose still. Yeah. That's a tough situation because, you know, he took that contract because of the money. And a lot of NFL contracts are changing, aren't they? Like, yearly now? Like, you're going to do a two-year contract, a year contract, instead of doing, like, locked in for X amount of it's days. A pe- it depends on where you're at in your career. 
One of one of the best running backs, if not the best in the league, Le'Veon Bell, hasn't played at all this year because they won't sign him for what he wants. Yeah. The franchise tag. Like so he's missing out on a, a shit ton of money. NFL players make so much money. Like he could he's probably missing out on like close to like twenty million dollars this year. Easily. And but like that is worth it to him, like for the principal. He's like he knows his worth and if they don't want to give him that, he's not gonna make them better. Yeah, that's true. Money though. It's it's a bunch of money. And when are you motherfuckers gonna start paying me? I'm mad now. Where's 20. my contract, son? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> are you the OBJ? Of I'm the, the OBJ. The jab? Brock and Alec can suck a dick. Where's my contract? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. But that would be like me doing that, and then be mad at you guys for kicking me off the show. Y'all gonna if kick this me off show the show? Got paid a million dollars, and I'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about that. No, I understand. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely both sides. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of hearing people like tell people to shut up because they're rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think people shouldn't be able to say anything just because they're paid a lot of money. Yeah, that takes away your rights as a human citizen. Like, you should be able to say what's on your mind. He's in a very, he's a very emotional player. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen clips of him. Like, he'll go to the sidelines and like punch shit. But like, as an athlete, like you do get emotional. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I mean, you saw it in the heat, uh, the basketball game. Yeah, the Lakers and the fucking Rockets. It's interesting. They've done so much. Uh, like playback on the videos and research to see if Rondo really did spit in Chris Paul's face. I saw a video today. It was a super close up where you could barely see spit. Like the original videos, everyone's like, "No, he didn't." Like CP3 was out of line. Who and poked then the face? Chris Paul poked yeah. Rondo's poked, face okay. after Rondo's face. Well, after Rondo spit on him. So like it was, but that's isn't that kind of like weird? It's like uh like high school like he did it first. Dude, the yeah. grown men fighting. It's like well. I put my hand in his face because he spit on me. He's like, I didn't spit on him. <laughs> it's not kind of funny. It's like childish. Could you imagine like being in an altercation like that and you have cameras in every angle? So every like, angle. Yeah. Like, but again, big 4K. respect to LeBron for pulling them apart. Right? Yeah. He pulled. He, he mm. got the guy on the opposite team. LeBron's not getting in any fist fights, dude. dude I, no way. If you ever think about it, LeBron oh, in yeah. a fist fight would be a terrifying thing. I thought, I thought basketball players couldn't hands. fight good. But he's just... I'm saying... All right, fuck you, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Boom. That's the title. Erase it. I thought he had delicate hands. Erase it. <laughs> delicate hands could be cool. I don't want it in here. I don't want it. <laughs> I guess we gotta start drinking more. Just like casually. Casually. I'm casually <laughs> having <laughs> some beer. Like All right. Show. This has been episode 14. One seven. We have arrived. What? <laughs> we yes. have arrived. We Landed have in arrived. 14 About 14 times in a row now. Dude, mm. we came, we saw, we conquered. 14 weeks. How many months is that? Claudia, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> three and a half, I think. So, three and a half months, that's it? Yeah. We've been rolling for three and a half months. Yeah, that's it's it? when I got Onero. Yeah, that's true. As always, this is Breezy Rando. This is People Call Me Jay. And this is Young Al. Fuck your mother. Stay cool, Houston. <laughs> Watch out for the jab. Watch out for the jab. Watch out for the jab. My whole crew out.